broadcasting from the land of surf and sun in Southern California. This is Campus Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Thurl. This is episode 39, Sowing and Reaping. went forth to sow, bearing precious seed in his hand, hoping and hope that he might see it grow. Knowing that the harvest might well come That's the All Save Freak brand bring us in with the appropriately titled song, The Sower. Um, Don't know what album of theirs that's found on, but uh, I want to thank them very much for allowing me to use their music here on the Campus Rich Podcast, a podcast designed to encourage and equip you in the work of evangelism on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network, flfnetwork.com. This is episode 39. If you are paying attention, um, and hopefully you are, you did not hear a podcast last week because... I managed to total my car. So I was driving down the coast, stopped in Sacramento, and was leaving Sacramento with a friend of mine, and I managed to total my car. And uh, so I've been in a rental car and kind of out of pocket the last uh, week trying to get myself organized, uh, still been able to preach a few days and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, a car wreck's never good. And if you don't, I encourage you to go ahead and get the insurance that covers a rental car. I decided to save like 20 bucks a year, whatever it was, and so now I have to pay for a rental car because in my head, I was like, I'll never get in a car wreck. Lo and behold, I get in a car wreck. So um, I am now in Southern California. I'm looking for a car, this, that, and the other. Got a lot going on, but um, I've still been able to go out on campus, which have been really good, enjoyable times, very fruitful times. And one of the things I've been thinking about more recently, and I try, I, you know, you might follow me on Twitter or Facebook or something like that, and I, I try not to enter into too many public debates on Twitter and on Facebook uh, because I think that they are rarely fruitful, and I do think that uh, personal interaction face-to-face is uh, generally speaking the way to go, especially when you start to get internal to uh, things like the reform tradition and people, uh, you know, kind of constantly arguing over, uh, certain issues. And in the context of what I'm doing in open air preaching, there's obviously plenty of people who are critical of what I do. And there are many people who, um, you know, I used to mockingly call them coffee shop Christians who just want to go, Oh, I'll just go get a cup of coffee with somebody. Um, but there's an appropriate place for that. And, uh, that's tied into this episode of the campus podcast, which is basically this idea. That in uh, 1 Corinthians 3, and it's not immediately all of this, because what's going on in Corinth is there's divisions in the body, and some are like, oh, I follow Paul, I follow Paulus, and all that sort of stuff. And so in 1 Corinthians 3, the Apostle Paul says this. Um, he basically, because of all their divisions and contention, he's saying that they are uh, still in the flesh, that they are not really spiritual, but they're still in the flesh. And he goes on to say, what then is Apollos, what is Paul? Servants through whom you believed as a Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wage according to his labor. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. And what I'm doing on campus um, One of the hard things being an open-air preacher is the people who are the coffee shop Christians usually want to criticize you. This is not the way to do it. Where I have traditionally maybe pushed back and said, well, you're a compromise. You're not doing it right either, blah, blah, blah. But the reality of it is um, we are different parts of the body, and the different parts of the body are to function in the way that they are supposed to function. So as I've gotten older, I've appreciated more the people on campus who just go get a cup of coffee with somebody or – 
you know, their responsibilities to look after the poor, look after the orphan, look after the widowed, uh, whatever it is that the body of Christ is doing. Not, I, I am no longer as persuaded that every single individual is to be involved in kind of like a hyper evangelism, and that if at every moment you're not, you know, sharing the gospel with people, um, you're somehow compromised, or you're not really being faithful Christians. Because um, I believe that God's given us all different gifts, and obviously we should all be working for the kingdom of God. If you're a football team, not every player is a quarterback, not everyone's yelling out red, right, 88, or whatever it is. Um, you, what you have is people, you know, doing their roles uh, on a football team, and many people you rarely know about. Um, they're just doing their job. And so anyway, there are many Christians on a college campus who are just doing their job. And uh, part of that leads in all this uh, discussion because, or this podcast, because I have uh, several clips I'm going to play. And, and they're a little disjointed because um, what I've tried to edit down is about 35, 40 minutes of discussion. And I'm trying to give you uh, highlights uh, from a conversation with a young man named Beck, who was somewhat skeptical of me, and then uh, another guy named Noah, who uh, became a believer after listening um, to me last year, and now he's a believer, and the, the one of the things that stood out, and this is what I always see, is that I show up on campus, I preach, some believer on campus, ask the guy who has listened to me a question, and then the guy becomes a believer, and the gospel, in the process of me preaching to him, and the guy on campus asking him questions, um, it ends up making sense to him, and so Keith Waters, someone else comes along, uh, or, or sows, uh, but it's God who gives the increase. And so I'm not sowing, I'm not reaping, uh, I'm not giving, getting the increase, I'm not doing all of that at once. Um, I'm just part of God's fellow workers with other people on campus. So if you're doing open-air preaching, I feel like it's oftentimes very common to have, we're doing the real thing, we're out there on the front lines, everybody else is you know, maybe marginally involved, but they're somewhat compromised. And that's simply not the case. Um, people may be compromised, um, but it's not because they're not doing evangelism as much as we are. Uh, they may not simply be called to do evangelism as much as we are. So what I wanted to do here is um, play a couple clips. Hopefully they'll all make sense. Um, the first one I'm going to play here is with the young man named Beck, and then I'll come back from that with a couple brief comments. And what's your name, by the way? I'm Keith. Beck. That's why you need what is it? I'm sorry? Beck. Beck, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So you an agnostic? Yeah. Okay. I was Catholic. I was actually baptized. Yes, and, uh, we just stopped Buddha is a, did you know chief Buddha. enlightenment? Okay. Okay, good luck. Have a good day, Zach. Good to see you. Thanks for saying hi. Still open to the idea of going on uh -huh. It doesn't bother me at all. Like, I don't know, maybe these guys, they seem kind of irritated by the idea of a belief system. Uh-huh. I think a belief system is great, but I don't know which one to choose. Yeah. That's kind of the position I'm in. Fair enough. And I would just, yeah, I would just say if, uh, if you're humble, uh, the Bible says that God opposed the proud, he gives grace to the humble. And so I'd encourage you to read the scriptures, ask yourself, and ask yourself, did Jesus rise from the dead? And if that event happened, then I would obviously point you to Jesus being the Son of God uh, through his death, burial, and resurrection. If that event didn't happen, um, then obviously, you know, I'm out of luck. <laughs> My whole hope is in the resurrection basket. And if the resurrection didn't happen, then I don't have, you know, you might think I have sincere beliefs or good beliefs or they're good for you. They're just wrong. You know what I mean? Plain and simple. If Jesus didn't rise from the dead, they're just plain wrong. Um, but if he did rise from the dead, I'm comfortable saying other people are wrong. Uh, not because I'm better than anybody, not because I'm more righteous than anybody. And that's kind of my point. My, my point's not primarily about morality. I bring up the moral issue because we often, in one breath, say we're moral relativists, then we want to condemn the racist, the sexist, the homophobe. You know what I mean? Then we have, interestingly enough, amidst the relativism, we have some of the harshest moral pronouncements on people who disagree with us. You know what I mean? Fascist, sexist, blah, 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 Nazi, get off our campus yeah. sort of stuff. And, um, and so... Oh man, all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I was, yeah, a Nazi, a fascist, hate. And it's always, and that's why even when I asked the guy, like, where's my rhetoric change? Because it's always these bald platitudes, hate speech. Well, what have I said is hateful? Everything. Well, what particularly? You know what I mean? Just give me the one thing. And like, you know, if, I, if I, you think homosexuality is wrong, then in some of their heads, that's hate speech. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so yeah, often, usually almost, almost hey, daily. Dale I referred to in, in some regard as some sort of fascist or a Nazi, and you know, despite everybody writing my books a Jew, I was like, I don't know how I can be a <laughs> Nazi, you know what I mean? Not some anti-Semite when everybody wrote my books a Jew. So, uh, yeah. but if you want to call me that, it's fine. Uh, so yeah, but even like a term like Nazi is almost meaningless now. You know what I mean? Like I, I could care less about Ben Shapiro, but when he's being called a Nazi, you're just like, well, Nazism is now a meaningless rhetorical ploy than it is more rhetorical bullying than anything else. So yeah, but you know, from where I sit, I think there's real truth um, that we can know um, that's outside of us. And I think all this relativism, perspectivalism, there's obviously there's a certain level of our own perspective on things. Um, but at the end of the day, the, the only real question is, did Jesus rise? from the dead and if he did um, that changes everything if he didn't then uh, you know persuade me to go follow something else or go do something else because that's true so yeah that's basically it Daryl Keith Daryl yeah Keith Daryl yeah so, I do I have a couple videos up there not too much preaching but I answer a couple questions and stuff like that but if you go go on to uh, YouTube you punch in Keith Daryl I probably have like 10 or 15 videos up there I don't want people to think I'm out here for that, um, so I ha traditionally have not been doing that. So, um, but yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm persuaded it's true. That's why I think I come out to a campus and reason because it's, uh, yeah. It's a great place for it. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of people here willing to debate. Yeah, and this campus is normally pretty good. There's actually been a young gentleman uh, the last couple of years. He's uh, some microbiology atheist guy, like very Sam Harrisy atheist guy, and we've been able to mix it up, which has been fun. But I haven't seen him today. I actually have his card in my car, and I should probably. Yeah, he gave me his card. He was well prepared. He's like, hey, if you ever want to discuss more. And he had like, you know, it was like microbiology and whatever. But yeah, he was like it, maybe the only kid I've ever met on a college campus with a business card ready to give his information out. But uh, yeah, so met him, met him in that way. So, yeah. So that is a brief interaction with, with a young man named Beck. And I play that because that is in the context of this next discussion. And, that next, and what's interesting with this next discussion is a guy named Noah and I believe Alex uh, comes up to me. And Noah is a man who listened to me, uh, you'll hear in this clip, uh, for a couple hours each time I was there, four times last year, three or four times, and he listened to me for a couple hours each time. And in the process of that, he became a believer. And there was a Christian there on campus who saw him listening to me. He goes up to him, begins to ask him questions, and um, you know, a year later, the guy's growing and maturing in the Lord. And what's interesting is in this process, they ended up meeting Beck. And, and I think they may have had a little bit of contact with Beck in the past. I'm not, I don't know. Um, and, and so what's interesting to me is you know, they end up inviting Beck to a Bible study or something along those lines or, or maybe just their weekly meeting, whatever it was. And so now there's a contact there. So one man sows, one waters. Uh, ultimately, it's God who gives the increase. And so here's uh, my interaction with Alec or, uh, yeah, or Noah, rather. I'm Keith. Noah. Noah? Yeah. Have we met before? Yeah. Okay. So How I, you doing? Alex. Alex, last, good to see you. Last year I came and you were here like four times, I think. Yeah, three or four times last year. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. I just sat and listened for um, two hours every uh -huh. time. Okay. I just love what you had to say and I just want to thank you for being out here. I did, if I would have known you are here... I would have yeah. listened, but I don't walk down this way this year. So. Yeah, I uh, I got a, I unfortunately got here a little late, then kind of whiffed over the one changeover. Then I've kind of been sitting interact with people smaller like this. Nice. So I enjoy this. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I was heading. I came from Moscow, Idaho, this morning, and so I, I, I thought the changeover was like twelve fifteen, but I got here like eleven fifty, and it's like right in the heart of a changeover. I was like, oh man, yeah. missed that one. So I didn't preach until twelve fifty, and then I've just been sitting here kind of talking like this since That's then. Cool. And uh, yeah, so I'm gonna roll out to Portland. I'm gonna meet somebody for dinner, and so Dude, yeah, I just wanted to let you know. Um, 
last year when I was here, or when you were here during the fall, um, was actually one of the first times like I had heard the gospel for like and actually understood it. Awesome. You talking and there was a person that was pursuing me. Um, and he saw that I was listening and was very intrigued. So we got dinner and talked about a lot of it afterwards. And I just wanted to let you know that your your preaching does. Yeah! Everyone's like, does this ever work, Garrett? Everyone yelling. I was like, not too often, Garrett. Yeah. It's kind of funny. He's like, is this ever effective? But honestly, that's how, that's how I try to explain it to people. I was like, you got to see it as a movie. Like, if, yeah. it, if you just see me, like, you might think this thing sucks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what is he doing? But within that, and even the people I'm interacting with, it's it's very rarely for that particular person. It's 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 everything else that's going on. And and what I see, I, I appreciate the encouragement because like, yeah. and like over the past few weeks, that's what it's been is is like, hey, you were here last year and you talked about, it. and then and it's the Christian in the dorm. You know what I mean? So. It's, yeah. it's like this one sows, one water, God gives the increase. Yeah, sure. And uh, I try to encourage the Christians, like, just even if you don't like me, springboard off of me. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Even if someone just say, hey, you see the crazy guy in front of the union, yeah. just say, yeah, what did you think of Jesus? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and sure. so, so yeah, that's a great encouragement to me to hear. Because, yeah. yeah, every now and then, yeah, you know, I, I, I trust, I, I, I've seen enough over the years where I trust that's what the Lord's doing, but it's always great to hear, like, yeah, one sows, one water, God gives the increase. And God doesn't give me enough increase, so I think I'm special. I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. just one part of a of what he's right. doing on a college campus. And so it's, it's encouraging to hear. So yeah. yeah, sweet. Yeah, I just want to say thank you. And we're off to go on an adventure, but just talk Okay, so, sweet. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Nice Noah? Noah. Yeah, God bless you and you are. Alex, nice to meet you. Have we met? Because you look familiar. We haven't? Okay. Uh, I haven't seen you ever. Okay, there, there's a couple, there, yeah, there, I remember, and I may even vaguely remember, was I standing over there and you were sitting here? Yeah, yeah. I sat here for hours. Yeah, I, I, vague, I vaguely remember. Did you ask me some questions? I did, Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, your, your face rings a bell. Um, so, yeah, I vaguely remember that. So, sweet. I appreciate you, the good. Uh, plan on coming back more this year? Um, probably not this semester, definitely in the spring okay. I'll be back. Um, but yeah, I'm going to start heading south. I'm uh, I'm going to be in Oregon and then I have to be down in California for Thanksgiving and then I'm preaching in Florida for Christmas and stuff like that. So wow. I got to race. Yeah, I just, I just came from there too. So oh, wow. yeah, I, I had to go up to Idaho for a couple things and then uh, go down the coast and then, but yeah, yeah in the spring I'll be back. Yeah, that's so, awesome. And if you, there's a website, campuspreacher.com. If you ever want to contact me, if you just mentioned Noah ECW or ECU, whatever this place is, CWU, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and if you just mentioned that, I'll remember it. So if you need okay. to contact me, campuspreacher.com, and then there's a little contact if you want to For get in sure. touch with me. I yeah. will. Yeah. Um, I've unfortunately I have not heard from him since, but hopefully uh, when I return there, we have some other friends, mutual acquaintances, and so uh, when I return there, I'll be able to contact him when I'm going to return in the spring, let him know that I'm coming, and then uh, this last little clip just kind of ties in with Beck and the other guys of them kind of gathering around listening um, in the context of them thinking initially that I'm crazy until uh, they end up interacting with me, so. Because, the, and the people who disagree, and the thing with, generally speaking, very broad terms, I don't want to paint a rosy picture because there are plenty of people who don't like me. Um, but they'll gather and oftentimes people are like, I hated you, but then I listened. You know what I mean? And yeah. and like and I know that's how the game goes. I, I'll be honest, I was laughing over there. I was uh. like, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> <laughs> sounds crazy. Uh-huh. I, I come over here and you're just a yeah. genuine guy. Yeah, and so that, that's what you're kinda hoping for. Like there's a little element like, oh no, he's crazy. And then they interact like, well, he's not half as crazy as I thought. And yeah. even though he has some crazy beliefs, so we do they do think that wow, it's foolish, his whole hope's a dead a dead Jew who raised was risen from the dead. That's his whole hope. But within that, that so anyway, there's an arc to that and I know that like and that's kind of like when I describe it as a movie like the first two hours is like you're really just trying to get a crowd then you shake out who's genuine and interested and it might seem like a lot of work but then from generally speaking two three or maybe even three thirty on you're usually kind of shaking out to people who are really genuine and like yeah and then 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fascinating, honestly, it's fascinating stuff. And, and it, I know it seems counterintuitive, um, but believe it or not, you see, yeah, the Lord is pleased with the fortress of what is preached to change men's hearts. So that's kind of what's going on. So I, I totally get what you're saying because I, you know, because I've thought about it. And there are days where like two weeks ago, last week actually, it was Oklahoma State, and there was a crazy pre. Like I'm sitting there going, "This guy's crazy." You know what I mean? Like this guy, this guy has three ways to the weekend, and uh, and but I just sat there, and um, and people recognized me from Oklahoma State from previous semesters, and so I, for four hours, like just great. Three, and then they're like, "Yeah, I remember you from last semester." They're like, "Yeah, you're really reasonable." You know what I mean? So there's there's a dance going on there of why I'm doing what I'm doing, and it's, it's not totally mad, even if yeah. it seems that way. So yeah, good. Well, All right. I gotta go back to yeah. the room. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna head on to Portland. God bless you. Yeah. God bless you. Take care, yeah, guys. Yeah, I appreciate, so. man. And so that's, that was a pretty slow day in general uh, for especially even that campus is normally pretty good. Um, but, you know, between getting out there a little bit later than planned and blah, 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 that was just a little slower day than uh, normal. But I was able to, one of the good things when they are slower is having some more smaller group interactions and discussions, which I end up missing in a bigger group. Like the bigger group's always fun, um, but I also always enjoy the smaller group and uh, smaller interactions and being able to be encouraged uh, over what people um, you know, fruit uh, that you're seeing between watering, sowing, uh, but seeing God give the increase. And so as you do evangelism, uh, look around your church, look around people maybe you work with at work and all that sort of stuff. And the best you can fight with unity with fellow believers uh, that you can be sharing the gospel, that one will be sowing, one will be watering, God will give the increase. And if people are genuinely calling on the name of the Lord, um, you know, obviously we want people to be reformed, we want people growing up, we want everybody to baptize their children, be post-millennial, all that sort of stuff. Um, but um, those who are not against us um, are for us, and those who are genuinely preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus, uh, are co-laborers in uh, God's field, and as God gives us the increase. So hopefully that's somewhat of an encouragement, realizing that uh, there's a bunch of different parts of the bodies doing different things, and we all need one another. So that's this episode of the Campus Church Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, demands, rebukes, exhortations, feel free to reach out to me, Keith, at campusreacher.com. You can go to campusreacher.com and uh, send me a little contact form. Um, or you can go to the Twitter, uh, Campus Evangel, and on Instagram, uh, Campus Preacher. Uh, Lord bless you. Keep you. Talk to you next week. Assuming I don't get in a car wreck. Knowing that the harvest might well come before the bloom He runs on his way, there's no time to be going slow Hurry, take what you've got, do with it what you can Cause the good God in heaven needs us so we're in the land Some seed fell by the wayside Some of it fell among thorns Some of it fell upon stony ground